And welcome to episode 115 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. Tom Brady is leaving New England. We're going to break that all down, break down all the free agency madness that's gone down the last 24 hours. Got some breaking news. Phillip Rivers will be signing with the Indianapolis Colts, and Jason Wynn is going to be joining the Raiders. So we're going to break that all down, and four Nets players test positive for the coronavirus. So we're going to break that all down here on episode 115. When I get to some of these comments, Michael Stimple on the Sports Center video, I did a top 40 Sports Center commercial videos. Michael Stimple says a classic and consistently underappreciated Sports Center commercial is the Oregon duck typing away while the fellow ducks quack happily in the pond. I remember working terrible hours downtown looking out the window and seeing everyone enjoying rooftop pools and feeling the same exact way as the duck. Yes, Mike, I love that one, but that one kind of makes me sad. I was going for the funny, but I did omit that one. Probably should have put it in there, thought about it. I know my boy Sherman would have loved to see that. And then Malone Money Mindset said, that Arnold Palmer commercial is legendary. These are all great Russian spy LOL. So keep hitting up those comments. But we've got a jam-packed show for you guys. Lots to get into. So let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? Let's get it on. Breaking news here on the Get More Sports Podcast. Adrian Wojnarowski just minutes ago tweeted, Four Nets have tested positive for the coronavirus, team says. So four Nets have tested positive for the coronavirus, team says. And he would go on to tweet, Organization says it's notifying anyone who's had any known contact with the players, including recent opponents. All Nets players and traveling party have been told to remain isolated. So that brings that list from Rudy Gobert to Donovan Mitchell and the Pistons' Christian Wood, and you add those four Nets players. So now seven confirmed coronavirus cases in the NBA. And then just minutes ago, the Nets released a statement that read, all players and members of the Nets travel party are being asked to remain isolated, closely monitor their health, and maintain constant communication with team medical staff. The health of our players and staff is of the highest priority to the organization, and the team is doing everything within its power to ensure that those affected receive the best care possible. Now, the first thing I want to say is anytime you're reading this information online, be sure to check for that blue check because there's a lot of fake accounts out there, a lot of fake Adrian Wojnarowski accounts, but this is in fact true. Four Brooklyn Nets players have tested positive for coronavirus, and the breaking news right now, just seconds ago, they announced that Kevin Durant is one of the four Nets players that has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. So Kevin Durant, one of the four Nets players, has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. Sham Sharkania just tweeted, Kevin Durant tested positive for coronavirus, Durant tells The Athletic. Durant says he's feeling fine. Everyone be careful. Take care of yourself in quarantine. We are going to get through this. Now, the producer of this show, Real FRG, he was quick to point out on Twitter that the last team the Lakers played was the Brooklyn Nets, and that took place a week ago on March 10th. So the Lakers, they're probably getting tested right now. The more players that test positive for coronavirus, you have to believe the further that pushes the season back. So right now they're talking about a July and August playoffs and NBA Finals 
And like all of us, the NBA is not sure what will happen over the coming weeks, but they would ideally like to play at least 70 regular season games in order to retain 100% of the revenue the league receives from their regional sports network partners that air games in local markets. Brian Windhorst said yesterday what they would love to do is get to 70 games. And the reason is it's 70 is a key number is because that is what the deliverable is to the regional sports networks. They are promised 70 games. Now, just because teams like the Lakers, for example, to get to 70 games, they wouldn't necessarily be able to deliver on that because they've had a lot of national games. But getting to 70 would be helpful in retaining revenue because they wouldn't have to refund some to the local TV. So it's clear that the owners and the league, they want to have some form of regular season. Yes, it's going to be abbreviated, but you need the players to ramp up. You can't just have them come back and start the playoffs. It's going to hurt teams like the Rockets, who've been on a losing streak. They were up to that two seed, dropped all the way to six. So how many games could they make up? And then you have the New Orleans Pelicans, who had that light schedule towards the back end of their schedule. Looks like they're not going to be able to make a playoff push now. Now, to me, I think the first round, first thing you have to do is make it a five-game game series. A five-game series in the first round like it used to be, I think it'd be much more exciting. I think you would reduce the playoffs because, look, you can't stretch this thing all the way into deep August. One, you're going to go against college football. You're going to go against the start of the NFL, and then also, you step all over baseball season. I know that's not their concern, but if you're the NBA, I think it should be a first-round five-game series anyway. I think that'd be much more exciting. If you look at it, you don't have very many upsets in that first round to begin with, so I like to to see them to transition to that full time and then after that I think you move to a 2-3-2 format a 2-3-2 format like it used to be in the NBA Finals that way you can eliminate some of that travel and now it's being reported that the NBA is willing to entertain test of Christmas to August season so now they're considering starting their season on Christmas Day Atlanta Hawks CEO Steve Coonan recently proposed starting and ending the NBA season two months than they currently do in order to avoid football. Due to the NBA suspending the 1920 season because of the COVID-19, the league may be forced to adopt that idea. Adrian Wojnarowski said, I haven't had one team president who I respect, who I think has some level of influence in the league, said to me the other day that he never really liked the Coonan idea, but the more he thinks about it now, the more it does intrigue him. That was what Adrian Wojnarowski reported. So to me, that's very interesting because, look, yes, it would come out of necessity because of the coronavirus, but the league has been looking into this for years now. I think the league ultimately will entertain this idea because, hey, you want to avoid football at all costs. Football is king in the United States, so if you avoid that, you start it on Christmas Day. It could be that. It's already a tradition as it is, but to have opening day on Christmas Day with all those marquee matchups, to me, I think that's a move the NBA should seriously consider permanently because, hey, no matter what happens this year, if they do resume play, the following season will get pushed back no matter what. And yes, that will change the entire NBA schedule. The draft will be pushed back. The summer league will be the fall league. Will it still be in Las Vegas? But if you look at this layout, this is how the schedule would look. Mid-June will be the start of the playoffs. Early August, the NBA Finals. The end of August will be the draft. September 1st, the start of free agency. September 10th, summer fall league. And then December 10th, training camps would open up. December 25th, the regular season opens up. And then mid-June, the NBA season ends. So this could have a lasting effect on the NBA, and it could be for the better. So there's not going to be a lot of positives that will come out of this, but this could be one of them. Now, the last thing I want to touch on is home court advantage because 
because if and when they resume play, the likelihood that they're going to be empty arenas is very high. So how do you reward those teams that have higher seeds? Now, I think a couple things you do. I've heard people say, hey, maybe you pipe in some crowd noise. Look, that would get weird very quickly. What are they going to do? Have a hologram Jack Nicholson right there? It's not going to work. I think one thing you do to award those teams is the team with the higher seed should get possession to start every quarter. No jump ball. They get the ball quarter one, two, three, and four. I think that's one thing you do. And then maybe, just maybe, you spot the higher seed some points. Maybe the higher seed gets more points. I don't think a lot of people are going to sign off on that. But as much as I get carried away on trying to resume the season, really it's all about the players right now. It's about the health and safety of the American public, and that is the first priority. And so I'm sure in the coming days and weeks, we're going to find out just how many players have the coronavirus. I'm sure those numbers are going to go up exponentially, and we're going to find out what that means as far as the season goes. Look, I know ball is life, but we can't ball until we take care of our lives. about to say something that I never thought I'd ever say, and that is that Tom Brady is going to leave the New England Patriots. Say Tom what? Brady will no longer be a New England Patriot, and he tweeted out this morning, love you, Pats Nation, and he released a statement that read, I want to say thank you to all of the incredible fans and Patriot supporters. Massachusetts has been my home for 20 years. It has truly been the happiest two decades I could have envisioned in my life, and I have nothing but love and gratitude for my time in New England. The support has been overwhelming. I wish every player could experience it. My children were born and raised here, and you always embrace this California kid as your own. I love your commitment and loyalty to your teams, and winning for our city means more than you will ever know. I can't thank you enough for the support of our team, the packed training camps and sold-out stadiums, and mostly the victory parades. I have been so blessed to share them with you all. I tried to represent us always in the best and most honorable way, and I fought hard with my teammates to help bring victory and triumph, even in the most dire situations. You open your heart to me, and I open my heart to you, and Pats Nation will always be a part of me. I don't know what my football future holds, but it is time for me to open a new stage for my life and career. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I will always love you and what we have shared a lifetime full of fun memories. So if you're a Patriots fan, reading that has to be very deflating. Look, Tom Brady should have retired a New England Patriot. Tom Brady did not have to leave this organization, and I think that Tom Brady was going to come back. I think as recently as last night, Tom Brady had every intention to end his career as a New England Patriot, but he saw what happened. He saw that Stephon Diggs got traded to the Buffalo Bills. Yes, the Patriots, they didn't have the draft capital to secure Stephon Diggs, but he also saw what happened to DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, they just straight up gave him away to the Arizona Cardinals. It was like they traded away a Bentley and got in exchange a pair of beat-up rollerblades and a Subway gift card with $3 on it. They got nothing for DeAndre Hopkins, and I think that was the final straw for Tom Brady. Tom Brady sees these elite weapons going elsewhere, and hey, look, yes, they didn't have the draft capital, to make that move for Stephon Diggs, but they could have made a move for DeAndre Hopkins. They could have found a way to get a second-round pick, and now Tom Brady will be taking his talents to Tampa Bay. Adam Schefter tweeted, 
Tampa Bay is the expected landing spot for Tom Brady, barring anything unforeseen, sources tell me and Jeff Darlington. There's no signing date or announcement officially set up, but Brady is expected to be a Buccaneer. You'll go on to tweet, Tampa Bay was the runner-up for Brett Favre. It is not expected to be the runner-up for Tom Brady. But it's going to be Tampa Bay, and it checks all the boxes for TB12. If you look at it, Tampa Bay, it's a two-hour plane ride to New York City. That's where his family's going to be living. That's where his son lives, and that is where he's going to be living probably while he's playing with Tampa Bay. He'll make the commute. It's Tom Brady. And then you look at it, it's warm weather. He's played in New England. He's sick of the cold. He's going to be a little snowbird going down there to those warm weather conditions in Tampa Bay. And then most importantly, you look at this offense. You have weapons all over the field. You got Mike Evans, Godwin, you got O.J. Howard, also Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, he's a great coach. He's a coach that knows how to work with aging quarterbacks. Look at his work with Carson Palmer. I think that played a big factor. So, yes, it did check off a lot of boxes, but, hey, look, Boston is close to New York, so you can cancel that one out. When you look at weapons, yes, they have some good receivers. I do think that Tampa Bay is going to make a run at Antonio Brown. I'm telling you that right here, right now. Antonio Brown will be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer next year and playing alongside Tom Brady. I see that happening. I just didn't think Tom Brady would end up going to Tampa Bay. I thought Dallas, that's a big name. That's a big brand. L.A., you got the Chargers. Vegas Raiders, they're opening up a new stadium. I thought those all seemed like they were bigger markets and bigger situations for Tom Brady, but it's all about winning. And if Tom Brady goes in there and he dominates and he has a season like Peyton Manning had with the Denver Broncos, I think it's going to be a success. If you look at his career compared to Buccaneers quarterbacks and their entire organization, Tom Brady, 17-10 win seasons. The Buccaneers, they have five. 30 TD seasons, Tom Brady, seven. The Buccaneers have one. Pro Bowl selections, Tom Brady, 14. The Buccaneers, four in their history. Playoff wins, Tom Brady has 30 playoff wins in the course of his career, and the Buccaneers have six. Six playoff wins to 30, and then Super Bowl titles, of course, Tom Brady with the six rings, just like Michael Jordan, and then the Buccaneers, they have won. So Tom Brady, he's going to Tampa Bay. I just didn't know, hey, with the best-looking guy in the NFL, play with the team with the ugliest uniforms. I didn't Bruh. know that he would actually do that, but that is just going to be weird. It is going to be so weird to watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Imagine that, the first play, and Tom Brady goes back to throw. He finds Mike Evans. Touchdown, Tom Brady. His first touchdown as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. To me, that just sounds weird. Hey, I'm just saying, man. But I think that Tom Brady ultimately is going to have a great year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they have the weapons. I think they're going to sign Antonio Brown. I think Bruce Arians has a lot to prove. Now, the question I would have if I was a Patriots fan was how aggressively were the Patriots trying to keep Tom Brady? Did they do everything in their power to keep TB12 in New England? I think the answer is no because, hey, I think that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft said, hey, we got to cut ties with Tom Brady. We have to start this rebuild at some point. They've been terrible with their draft pick. Nikhil Harry was a bust. They need to totally regroup, get some young talent in that pipeline. And then Bill Belichick, I think, wants to try to create a new dynasty, of course. Well, Robert Kraft, this morning on first take, during the commercial break, he contacted Stephen A. Smith. And Stephen A. Smith talked about what Robert Kraft told him. Well, I just got off the phone. Robert Kraft, the owner for the New England Patriots, just called me a few minutes ago during commercial break, to be specific. Uh, he said that Tom Brady came to his home last night and explained to him uh, why he wanted to leave and that he wanted to leave. He said that uh, Tom Brady is like a son to me. He said, be very, very clear. 
if Tom Brady wanted to stay, we would have worked it out and he would have remained a New England Patriot. But Tom Brady. So Stephen A. Smith, Mr. I just got off the phone with insert name here, says, hey, Robert Kraft saying Tom Brady could have done what he wanted to and he wanted to leave. Of course he wanted to leave because you guys were sending him to war with butter knives while other teams were courting him that had weapons. So Tom Brady, he says, I'm out of here. I'm going to win somewhere else. And if you're the New England Patriots, they wanted this rebuild as badly as Tom Brady wanted to leave. And then Bill Belichick, he released a statement where he called Tom Brady the greatest of all time. Goat! The Goat! And I firmly believe that Tom Brady has a couple more Super Bowl runs in him. I know Max Kellerman thinks he's washed. Tom Brady is fresh. Tom Brady is motivated. And I think Tom Brady can win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. I think it's totally possible with those weapons, with Bruce Arians. And if Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl, if you're a Patriots fan, you hear that? That's got to hurt your bucking ears. But before we wrap, I'm going to hit you with some Get More Sports Facts of the Day about Tom Brady. Tom Brady is my favorite fact about Tom Brady. Tom Brady has won more Super Bowls than 16 NFL franchises combined. Tom Brady has won more Super Bowls than six NFL franchises combined. The 12 teams that have never won a Super Bowl include the Bengals, Bills, Browns, Cardinals, Chargers, Falcons, Jaguars, Lions, Panthers, Texans, Titans, and Vikings. Eight teams have won just one Super Bowl. The Seahawks, Rams, Eagles, Chiefs, Bears, Bucks, Jets, and Saints. TB12 has six rings. Tom Brady was at the Dwight Clark catch game. Joe Montana to Dwight Clark, Candlestick Park. Tom Brady was at that game. He's from that area, San Mateo, California. Another thing about Tom Brady, goes to bed every night at 8.30, wakes up at 5.30 a.m. every single night, Tom Brady. Other thing I want to point out is the Chargers were 19th in pass protection last year. Their offensive line, not very good. I think that's another reason why Tom Brady didn't go to the Chargers. He's going to the Buccaneers. But Tom Brady, the greatest, most accomplished quarterback of all time. But that is going to do it for episode 115 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And be sure to head over to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comment section. I want all your takes right down below in the comment section. I want everyone to stay home if you can. Stay safe. Keep those hands clean. We're coming back at you tomorrow with another jam-packed show, a Wednesday show. It's going down. See you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day, and I'm out.